0: to stars, stones, and stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new Earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, Earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, This is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred sight activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow earthseedtemplearts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective, and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. welcome 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 to another episode of stars stones and stories we're gathered here in honor of this rich taurus new moon that arrives on this venus day the 19th of may at 11 53 a.m eastern daylight time the sun and the moon meet up to rebirth at 28 degrees 25 arc minutes Taurus. And I'm going to speak a little bit to the flavor of this new moon and how you can work with it consciously. But first, I also want to share a couple of other astrological waves that are coming in this weekend because they're all tied into the flavor of this new moon. So on Saturday, Saturn Day, on the 20th of May, we have Mars shifting into Leo, Mars representing our willpower, our vitality, how we utilize action in the 3D, the mundane world how we move things forward or how we do not. And collectively, it is going to be a really beautiful transition for all of us as Mars shifts into Leo. I'd like you to think back to Mars journey. And in August, of 2022, Mars shifted into the sign of Gemini where it transited for many, many months because we had that extended Mars retrograde that we actually opened up this Gregorian year of 2023 with. And it wasn't until about the third week of March, just around the time that Pluto shifted into Aquarius, that Mars shifted into Cancer. And Mars and Cancer is a little tricky and challenging because cancer is so deeply tied to the emotional body and the feelings and nurturance and creating safe spaces and not always the easiest Mars frequency. So now that Mars is shifting into Leo, it's going to bring a lot more forward motion for us collectively, a lot more passion and creativity and joy and self-expression and this willingness for people to really put themselves out there, to be seen. So, I invite you with this Mars transit to utilize the frequency to your advantage and be more fierce, be more bold, place yourself in circumstances where you're willing to shine. On Sunday, the 21st of May, we have the sun shifting into Gemini. So we're closing out Taurus season just as this Taurus new moon aligns, as it is a very late degree Taurus new moon. And as the sun shifts into Gemini, we're coming into this collectively more social, bubbly, gregarious time of being more playful, hanging out in circles. Whether they're friendship circles or familial circles or just meeting and greeting new people, Gemini energy, I believe, is often misunderstood in pop astrology as it is really about this exploration into duality, into knowing that through the realms that there is this seeking of unity consciousness. And we could say that that is so much a part of our conscious evolution journey here on earth is we've all separated from great creator, creatrix, and we're finding our ways back home to one another and to our unity consciousness. And this frequency of Gemini is wishing to explore the realms and to show where there can be perceived separation and how at the same frequency, it is actually a great alignment of oneness and wholeness. We're gonna speak a little bit more about that, but as we focus in on this Taurus new moon, We have the sun and the moon meeting up at 20 degrees, 25 arc minutes. We have a whole stellium here in Taurus. We've got Jupiter, which just shifted this Tuesday into Taurus, where it will journey for the next year until the end of May of 2024. We have Mercury direct in Taurus. We have Vesta in Taurus. We have Uranus in Taurus. And there is also this grand fixed cross working through the ethers. So Jupiter being our wisdom and our expression of expansion and how we can really grow and evolve and with Jupiter conjunct the north node of the collective dharma, the collective destiny, there is this call for each one of us to step forward and to be that conscious new earth architect Mercury in Taurus wishes to help us communicate about it, to speak, to think about it. However, because Mercury rules the five senses, it really wishes to be expressed through our sensuality and through our communion with Mother Earth herself. And Vesta is bringing in this great stream of devotion, while Uranus in Taurus is activating and realigning people and places and spaces in ways that times can feel quite jolting. So this grand fixed cross involves Jupiter conjunct the north node and Taurus, and that is opposing the south node in Scorpio, where we are collectively letting go of the spaces and places of abuse and trauma and drama, where we can be willing to travel through the eye of the needle to greatly transform. And the other pieces of this grand fixed cross involve Pluto at the very beginning degrees of Aquarius, retrograde in Aquarius, having just tapped into this whole new generational frequency of Pluto in Aquarius and the greater emergence of artificial intelligence and we as humans really finding our way through this, allowing that human spirit to persevere because no matter how many bots you have working for you to assist you in presumably elevating your day and elevating your work life, etc., etc., those bots will never have the heart and soul of the human spirit and the human creativity and the capacity to feel and to connect on a deep soul cellular level. Meanwhile, the other point of this fixed grand cross is Mars at the 29th degree, 26 arc minutes of Cancer, about to step into that first degree of Leo on Saturday. So as we get this Taurus new moon aligned, this fixed grand cross is peaking and it continues to peak through this weekend. So there is this freshness with the new moon. There is a healing portal that is available for us as we're closing out the eclipse eclipse season and as we've ridden through the consciousness of the dragon and we have seen what we need to dissolve and let go of and simultaneously there is that great tension of what happens when you are at the space of transformation, transmutation, and metamorphosis. And so with this, as we are about to open up Gemini season, which is one of my favorite times of year as I am born right around the summer solstice, this time of the Gemini is really about butterfly frequency. Gemini representing the twins, the light, the dark, the yin, the yang, the masculine, the feminine, we can imagine that as the two wings of the butterfly, the storyteller, the scribe, the messenger, the fool, the eternal child, trickster, medicine, coyote. And this journey of metamorphosis is so symbolized through the archetype of the butterfly. The butterfly symbolizes transmutation and the dance of joy, as Ted Andrews wrote, It is a totem of transformation and shape-shifting and also connects to the realm of the fae. As we observe the butterfly moving from one flower to another, you are reminded how to lighten up and how to find joy in the dance of life. That we are here to find pleasure in the peaks and the crevices, in the challenges and the grit and in the celebrations and the laughter and the expansion. There is a sweetness in the nectar that is achieved through this sacred holy dance. This dance that is ultimately about honoring the polarities and the dualities connected to this Gemini season that we are about to step into. And as we arrive at this Gemini season, we are in that fixed grand cross. We are being stretched after we have dissolved and dismembered and realigned and reestablished ourselves in the eclipses. So there's this process of metamorphosis, and there are four distinct phases, like the four cardinal directions of the wheel of time, the wheel of life, the first being the egg, which is the fertilization process where one may give birth to an idea much like the season of winter solstice. And the second being the larva, where the egg becomes the caterpillar and there's the strengthening of the intention, solidifying the foundation, a shaping of the clay, much like the season of spring equinox. From there, there's this movement as a cocoon is woven around itself by the caterpillar. The mummy-like pupa forms, and it is the chrysalis that brings great standstill, much like the summer solstice as the zenith of the sun peaks, and there is this great force of illumination. And the winged insect offers this space in this phase of rebirth that is so much like the season of fall equinox. And so I wish for you to consider where are you in your journey of transformation at this time? And how is it you wish to move forward knowing that ultimately your experience whatever you're going through you are a hologram for the collective you are one being having an experience and even in your extreme dire separation perceived illusion of aloneness we are all in this together at every millisecond in every breath and here we are on planet earth at a time where there is this great push for artificial intelligence, this transhuman potential. However, for many of us, we are looking to go deeper into our roots, connecting to Mother Earth, to nature herself, and the seasons and the cycles of the Earth. And so there is this great moment of tension here within humanity itself a crisis of consciousness we could say, a cultural renaissance as we are stretching our evolution to question where are our collective values and what do we stand for as humans here on earth in 2023. We are here in the northern hemisphere in the peak of Beltana the season of fertility and a great connection to the land at a turning point. And so what you can do is continue to connect with the earth to draw in the elemental forces of air, fire, water, earth, and ether, the great mineral wisdom, the guidance of the ancestors and the ascended beings that are holding space for all of us. Know that as you are a hologram for the collective, you are voting for humanity in each breath you take, that you are empowered And as you offer yourself radical self-love and you offer the earth radical earth care, then you help to seed this cultural renaissance for the generations to come. And with that, I wish to share with you this beautiful practice that connects to Hathor, Hathor as you may know her, Hathor as this beautiful, goddess of egypt a great mother goddess that connects to fertility and the cycles of the woman that connects to the earth herself Hathor, who can be symbolized as the bull's horns the crescent moon as the lover and the wife and the sacred home the sacred womb for horus the divine child of Isis and Osiris. Hedu, our freedom. Hator, the house of Horus, the house of freedom. And there are these five gifts of Hator that not too many people know about. And I wrote about this a number of years ago in one of my Venetian love notes and felt called to share this with you as we're coming to this Taurus new moon and closing out Taurus season. Hathor as this ancient goddess who is one who goes all the way back through time, even before pre-dynastic Egypt, going to the Neolithic times of Kemet. She is primordial, very much connected to the sun. She represents the great expanse of the sky. And as her symbol is often connected to the cow, she emerges as this fertility goddess, the fertility of the earth, The land, a protector of women, a goddess of childbirth, beauty, dance, singing, music, joy, this great expression and the vitality of life. The Five Gifts of Hathor is a practice of gratitude that was said to be a ritual of the Egyptian people, particularly peasant farmers. This is for the people at large, for the one and the all. And in the times that we live in, we find ourselves shedding again and again and again, so that as we give gratitude, it brings us back to our center. When one forgets to have gratitude or to feel grateful, you could say that darkness begins to cover the psyche with disbelief, bitterness, and even resentment. For all of us, even in our greatest struggles, I believe we can all find at least one moment to be grateful for, something as simple as the breath. To practice this gift of Hattor, I invite you to name five things that you would miss the most if you were to die right at this moment. After you've named your five gifts, you're going to raise your left hand in front of your face and look at each finger and your thumb as representative of each gift. These are the five gifts of Hathor. Each day, you have at least five offerings to give your gratitude towards. If for some reason you should lose one, no matter, as there will always be another. As you go about your day, notice that each time you look to your left hand, the five digits remind you what you are grateful for. May you find the abundance of these gifts and may you call forth the medicine of Hathor in your great remembrance of gratitude. Hatur's Sistrum is here to shake us awake. In the beginning of each episode of this podcast, you hear this shaking of the sistrum. This is Hathor's sistrum coming from ancient Egypt itself. I hold one that is hundreds of years old, and we shake the sistrum to shake us awake to the places and the spaces where we have fallen asleep at the wheel, so to say, Wherever you have fallen asleep, allow the sistrum of Hatsor to shake you awake so that as individuals and as a collective feeling family, you are here alive and ready to receive and to flourish within the field and the space of gratitude. May the Sistrams shake you awake so that you hear the mighty call of your ancestors the mighty call of your highest, fully, most sovereign self, aligned fully with the medicine you came here to deliver in these times. And with that, I wish to say that I have a workshop coming up this Monday, this Monday. It is the 20. 2nd of May from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. EDT. It is virtual, taught live. It will be recorded. It's called Discover Your Soul Purpose. It's an astrological masterclass for all levels and all abilities so that you may align with your soul's highest purpose in this lifetime. And I would love for you to circle up with us. Again, there will be a recording if you cannot come live. Giving gratitude to the ancestors, giving gratitude to the Netaru, giving gratitude for this sacred, holy life. May there be peace to the East, may there be peace to the South, may there be peace to the West, may there be peace to the North. May that peace anchor deep into the heart of Mother Earth and spiral out through the cosmos beyond time and space and thread back right into the center. Of your heart. May you look to your left hand and count your blessings and give gratitude. Give gratitude for this one sacred, holy life. Ashe, blessed be on this beautiful, bountiful new moon. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at earthseedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox, and you can sign up for those at EarthSeedTempleArts. Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at EarthseedTempleArts, Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts and also at stars, stones, and stories on Instagram where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth